0: What happens when you bring together two unconventional and experienced entrepreneurs that own competing agencies? They decide to challenge convention with creative collaboration. Join Veronica and Jillian to discover how two business owners that target the same audience created a podcast together. In each episode, they explore new ideas on how to collaborate offer practical and actionable advice on expanding business, and have a transparent conversation about entrepreneurship. This is Creative Collaboration, conversations with Veronica and Jillian.
1: Hello, and welcome to episode 23 of Creative Collaboration, conversations with Veronica, Bruno, and me, Jillian hey bruno hey veronica how
2: you guys doing hello hey Jillian! <laughs> we are good we have uh, a needy dog today so we have a guest in mm. our episode <laughs> mm.
1: we have a, a we have a bruno cameo today hey bruno
2: hey he's used to being meetings, yeah. so uh he will behave <laughs> yeah. he will start to uh, yeah. fall asleep shortly he's like a baby yeah
1: yeah
2: <laughs> but pizza. like we are
1: it's like it's so cold today. You have your, your heater on you with your dog. And I've got my very fancy red blanket to keep me warm. Because it's like, I don't know, what is it? Like minus three
2: out or something today. It's wonderful. It's cold winter, yes? <laughs> mm, yeah, it's winter. Very frosty. And I, I must say, I'm very happy with the with Bruno sitting in my lap. Because he, he, he does keep me warm. <laughs> mm. and,
1: uh, and he's a little dog. He's not big. So you can still work and things. You can still kind of move around
2: i became an expert yeah <laughs> yeah i yeah. actually type with the dog in my lap
1: <laughs> yeah
2: so happy new Thank year you. this is happy uh yeah here we are
1: january 2024 and um yeah ready or not here we are although i don't know about you i'm like really happy for like yeah for it to be a, a new year i mean 2023 had lots of really incredible moments but overall it was a pretty pretty tricky very t- trying in a bit exhausting year Um, uh, a lot some things to build upon but overall was uh, uh, a a, a little bit of a rough year so I'm looking forward to a new year kind of like blank slate kind of things I don't know how about you did you love 2023 or how are you feeling about
2: the new year? Uh, I must say I have mixed feelings and actually Mm -hmm. talking with people and looking around 2023 was uh, challenging year for everyone yeah. and full of changes especially mm-hmm. in my life definitely a lot of changes so i am grateful for what i achieved and the changes and the people around me that helped me a lot and supported me from all mm-hmm. points of view but in the same time i'm really happy 2023 ended <laughs> and i'm ready for a new mm-hmm. beginning so this time mm-hmm. i'm saying mixed feelings because it wasn't my best year, but it wasn't the worst either. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And I do strongly believe in not regretting anything that I'm doing. Mm. But I am hmm. ready. I'm ready for uh, for new adventures. That's for sure. Hmm. So then
1: today we'll chat a bit about how, how we prepare ourselves for kind of the year ahead um, or... Um, how do we make sure that we are, um, yeah, our, our cups are full, right? What are the things that we need to do or the things that we choose to do to, yeah, to take care of ourselves, um, and to create that balance, whether it's work life or we want to think of it as self-care or, or what, um,
2: I, so I do seems like, like the a word good time. Yes, yeah? And I do like the word self-care. Because um, you know that saying, "Happy wife, happy wife, happy life," right? I know. I do know a, a bit about that. <laughs> that saying, Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think, do. I think, it, I think it the same principle applies also when it comes to to your professional life, being mm-hmm. that you are um, an entrepreneur, a founder, and a CEO, or whatever. If you are in a leading position when it comes to your business. Because if you are not happy, if you don't take care of take care of yourself to re- um uh, uh, to make sure your energy is where it should be, to be inspired, to be curious, to feel good, um, then how can you motivate the people around you? How can you be productive? Mm. How can you find mm. the best solution for your clients or for your business, for that matter? And mm. one second. Bruno decided he had enough of lap time. <laughs> all right,
1: so so until now. next time, Bruno. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. Um. So, I think it's it's um maybe it's even more important now, yeah. <laughs> at the beginning hmm. of the year to discuss about it. Excuse me, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I think it's important all year long. When do you feel your energy is diminishing? Or you feel your lack of inspiration mm-hmm. or whatever it is, or you just feel down. How do you what do you do? How do you take the time for yourself to make sure you're up there? and mm-hmm. you are
1: so, so do you typically consider self-care with your with your kind of like your either your annual review or your annual planning? like is it something that is typically on your radar or is it something that you just kind of instinctively do over time
2: that's a very good question and you just made me think i never really included purposely Mm. but Mm. the moment i feel i need it i will just stop Mm. best example yesterday i i was i'm still fighting this call that doesn't want to leave me Um, Mm. and uh, i felt i have no energy so i actually took the day off um even if My to-do list is crying now. (laughs) But um, I felt I would not be productive and I just need Mm. to sleep extra. So I do it more day-to-day or week-by-week. But you just made me think, especially now that we are at the beginning of the year, maybe it's I should include it, um, be more proactive and include it in my my list. However, what Mm. I did, uh, what I'm already (coughs) arranging is... um, for the first quarter, for example, I already start switching the type of meetings that I have or doing more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Bulk or concentrated work. Oh, like so batching. batching? Batching, but not mm. only batching, actually. Let's change the environment and let's go and be productive for one week mm. and then be more efficient. I think that's the right word. How can I be more efficient and more inspired? And I'm realizing just Mm. switching the environment is helping a lot. How about Mm. you? Do you do it more um, uh, like, do you do it like me (laughs) on the fly or are you planning it?
1: Yeah, that's actually why that's what prompted me to ask you, because as I was kind of reflecting upon this topic, it occurred to me that I don't think this is something that I've ever been particularly good at being proactive with. Um, Yeah. And so this year I'm in a different position and I'm now older and wiser, I think. (laughs) (laughs) So now I am, uh, have you ever seen that like, what would it be called? Like demonstration where people, they take like a big container and they put in like all this sand and all this water and then they try to fit in rocks on top and it doesn't fit. Mm. Um, it's like too much stuff. But if you take the rocks and you put them in first and then you pour in the sand and water, you can fit way more because mm. of the sequencing kind of a thing. So I don't know if you've seen yeah. that and maybe there's a video we can link it, but I did such a masterful job of explaining it. So maybe you don't need to see it. But, My imagination um, that, is good. Yeah. <laughs> you there you go. Yeah. <laughs> So that idea is, it's what is resonating with me now in realizing that, um, you know, in a way it's like continuing to chase the tail, continuing to try to exert and exert and exert. You have to downshift sometimes, or I have to downshift and to kind of recalibrate. Um, But I think that it's at least for me and where I'm at in my life and business, I think it's uh, prudent to do this in a very proactive fashion and um, and, and not just once to make it something that's um, a part of my kind of ongoing check-ins um, because it's it's I don't think self-care is the kind of thing that's a set it and forget it I don't think it's a checklist thing I think it's a continual uh, kind of process or evolution and things change our life change business change things change um, so yeah, so I, uh, this is a whole new year for me. Look at me, <laughs> um, you know, starting off with this as being one of the foundational pieces uh, that I'm trying to be intentional with setting forward, forth uh, to start the year.
2: I love hearing this and I'm so excited to to see how you're applying it. And I'll make sure to remind yeah. you when you forget because, yeah, you know, listening to you, what came to my mind, I think it's also a cultural thing and societal thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm Romanian, you're American. Both our culture are are teaching us to go and work hard, work more. The more you work, the harder you work, the better it will be. However, if we actually take a step back and we look and analyze, we realize we are exhausting ourselves working. And then Mm -hmm. sure enough, you're gonna make money. You're gonna be successful but you don't have the energy or the time to enjoy it. So what we tend to do is go and spend those money on things that don't bring us any happiness. And then we go and work even more to be able to pay for those things. So it's, it's a very it's a vicious cycle. Vicious cycle. It's exactly. a vicious cycle.
1: Absolutely. And I would say for the most part, I have ejected myself from a lot of that, um, but there's still some kind of remnants, um, that have me I guess a default setting that's still there um, but I have to be kind of vigilant to to exercise and try to release the grip of um, yes. but I think for the most part I I became and I think moving to Europe really brought that very clear into my to vision to see that just how um, kind of pronounced that that ethic that work ethic even though we call it that work ethic it's not is that I don't even ethics? think it's a, cur- no. I think that's a, that's a misnomer. Now that I realize, I don't think it's a work ethic. I don't think we should
2: call it that. I think no. it's and like,
1: it's, if it's look- a
2: societal lie. Exactly. I think, it I, I think it's it an a mani- manipulation tool actually. Mm. And look at the Asian culture, mm. for example, how many Korea, for example, how many suicidal cases they have, they are just mm. working extremely long hours, even longer than, than yeah. the States. Right. And then Nothing you come productive. here to the Netherlands.
1: No, in the Netherlands it's like the average person works full time work week is like what thirty-six hours a week or something, thirty-eight. Um yeah. I never and yet, got that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like amazing. And then I, I know there's like a twenty thirteen UNICEF study that like the happiest kids in the world are Dutch kids. Um so those two aren't the same, but I've gotta think there's but some also you know, the correlation along that, the way.
2: That are actually showing if you work four days per week. Uh, you are much more efficient than Mm -hmm. working full time and actually makes sense if you think about your own situation the moment you know i want to go on that long weekend for example so i need to finalize everything before that you are able to do that because you're more focused you're not wasting time The, the 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 moment you know my my efficient or my my productive time is shorter you're able to do that in a shorter time. Yeah, it's
1: like the short-term It's like the short-term goal cycle, like the 90-day yeah. cycles because you have like a very short window. You've got to get it done. And like, it's like, there's no better time. Like we all are at maximum efficiency when we're getting ready for, you know, travel, especially if we're catching an airplane or train or something like that. Like you don't want to miss it. So you have like a very specific amount of time and it's amazing how quickly we can go through our priorities and get things done. But the the idea is to be able to, you know, how to create that, how to, uh, I don't want to say manufacture, but how to set the table so we have um, opportunities to be as efficient with our time um, as we can, I think, because so we're not dragging things on, which takes longer, it's costly, it's, it depletes energy is, you know, etc, etc. So um, maybe yes, I think those are important.
2: Maybe that. We can achieve that by being very clear on what we want.
1: Yes. Yeah, I actually have that on my list of things. Um, I think as a form is a kind of component of this bit with self care, includes being clear about the things that we love, the things that we enjoy, the things that are uh fulfilling to us the things that yes, give us happiness energy. the things yes. are people yeah, yeah. what yeah. brings us happiness oh yes it makes so important sure. yeah. the people i love the fact yeah that that it's out. like the people the activities the thing like all the things and to then be proactive like to first do a, you know reminds me a bit in a, in a way kind of of your methodology but to first have you know just take inventory or like do a quick brainstorm a list or whatever of those things um and then the next piece is to make sure they're all i mean this is how i operate anyways is to have them all scheduled have them all in because the what's in our calendar is is where we spend our time that's what we show up yeah. for so having those things built in so if we love to dance make sure we find some events that we can plug into our calendar if we love pottery if we love writing if we want to you know whatever the things are if we love yoga or whatever um to make sure they're kind of built into our schedule um it's like those those rocks those
2: foundational pieces so building in things and people that make us happy so uh and yeah that's an important one I, I love this and that makes me think maybe it's as important as this is to cut the people and the activities that don't bring us happiness and it can be yeah. in your business <laughs> Excuse me. When it comes to your business, it can be actually externalizing some things that just deploy your of energy. Mm-hmm. Um or maybe hiring more people, or maybe actually saying no to specific activities that don't make sense. And if you look, you know the twenty, eighty percent rule, like yeah, eighty percent of your revenue is coming from twenty percent of your activity, and this is so true. So just mm-hmm. the- and there's a book actually that talks about this and I can't be, I'm mm-hmm. not sure if it's Atomic yeah, it's Habits. Pareto. The, the... Yeah. Uh... Or there are several books actually talking about this. I'm not really sure which yeah. one anyways. Yeah. Um, so that's actually uh, a way to do that is to be very clear on what you are having, like what activities you have, what they're bringing you. This is, we are going in your favorite topic, like having processes yes. in place. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so
2: once that you do that, is to to actually see how can I optimize that 20% that brings me so much of my income and also makes me happy and to diminish or to maybe even delete or take out the, the rest of the 80% that they just don't bring you anything and deploy you of energy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think it's looking at the things that are revenue producing, but also energy producing
2: yeah right
1: it's like so i, I think i love that um,
2: actually yeah, we should we should say oh. we should start talking about what brings you energy instead of what brings you money because one will follow mm. the other automatically maybe we yeah, should change absolutely. the language we are using in business sorry yeah, to interrupt a point.
1: That. no that's a really good point the things that bring us energy the things yeah absolutely so one of the ways one of the best ways i know how to approach this is what we've already started to allude to, which is scheduling. And so that's one of the things that I am very pretty particular about. And it's, it's been a process over several years of becoming like tighter and tighter with this. And um, so for example, I, I use a a calendar system that allows me to create multiple types of calendars. Um, So for some, if it's like, a free 15 minute call or if they're 90 minute working meetings or if they're new introductory networking meetings or whatever they are number one i can predetermine if i want it to be 15 minute intervals or do i want to give that person the choice of the duration from 30 minutes to 90 minutes or whatever um, so i i do that and then i also will decide how many days a week which days or how often i want availability to show for that particular calendar So if I'm doing free things, um, I, yeah, I'm much more selective about when those availability windows are. Um, And then I also have days, um, and it's a little bit tricky with me because of the time zones and other people may have this as well. Um, It's been a little bit of a kind of a horseshoe in my clean process because of needing to have some or feeling like I want to have some time available for the east coast or for the u.s people which is even pacific coast uh of when i'm seeing and meeting those people so i still try to keep a couple of evenings but i used to have five evenings a week available because of scheduling and now i've consolidated i have uh three which is on the brink of becoming two evenings a week um then yeah yeah it's because i because i also now i have my non-negotiable time which is generally from six to eight P.M. Uh, because my kid comes home and we do dinner time and bath time and you know talk about our day and we play time. and so yeah so I do I I don't do anything from six to eight always and um, the summer it bleeds a little bit longer sometimes five <laughs> or whatnot uh, anyway so the the scheduling thing is something that we can control and I I do this um, you know spend the time figuring out what are the types of appointments and with who are the meetings and like all those things. So then when I'm, you know, talking to people, I can send them the appropriate link for them to choose. And then I've already preset my schedule. Uh, And I, I, when I'm doing the scheduling, I also, um, so I think, you know, we were talking before about the energy piece. I think it's, it's, it's so easy for a lot of us to, you know, jump into our, our cockpit of the day, right. Get into our computer and jump right into emails or jump right into the to-do list. And so instead going back to this BHAG idea, the big hairy audacious goal from Mm -hmm. our friend, Jim Collins, right. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, to start the day working on the things that give us the most energy, the things that are really our big projects, our big ideas, the big (laughs) thing that we're working on. I think that can also be uh, really that can uh, generate more and more energy. That can help us to be more productive and all the other things. So I think that is a part of self care because if we put off the things that we really want to do and keep putting it off and putting it off, it, there is a drain, and it's it's. Um, I don't think it's ideal, and you know, at, at best and at worst, it might not be healthy for the long term.
2: I agree, and actually several things popped into my mind while you were talking uh, and the first one is to whom am I giving my time the mm. time is the only thing that we just get can't get back it's limited yeah. it is what it is and in the moment it, it's gone it's gone and you mentioned <laughs> for example the calendar and how you do that I must say I'm mm. not as organized as you are and I do tend to give a lot of my free time for free uh and definitely there are some projects that are hard projects and they worth it but maybe we should actually i'm thinking i should have a system or a procedure how do i define if that particular free project gives me energy or not should i take it or Mm. not because mm-hmm. I I must admit I'm one of those people that we're just gonna jump and try to help everyone and it's not healthy yeah it's not good yeah and I, I end up being exhausted and definitely um not even earning money yeah.
1: so yeah long term is not good <laughs> yeah so even if we look at like just you know my other favorite topic is math right so if we just look at with our business and our own like how many hours. Per week do we want to work or how many hours per day or whatever metric you want to use um, and then think about how are you going to allocate that time so i think we we have mentioned this in previous episodes i've been you know working quite a bit on this and looking at the categories the things that we have to get done or things that need to get done and whether or not i need to do them or not it's a secondary point but things that need to get done um because even if i'm not getting them done i still need to at least have it, you know, allocate that time to have a look at it or to train on it or to review it or something. But in any yeah. case, so making sure, um, looking at how much of our time. So if you, you have 100% of our available time and whether that's 30 hours a week or 60 hours a week, and hopefully it's not 60. So you have 100% of your time. What percentage of that is on, you know, new business development or is on your existing client work or is on like, what
2: are the, the pieces of your pie chart? What are those? And then see. Don't forget, you, know, you also have administration, inspiration, your oh yes. your self care so time I have, that we need to include. Yeah. so
1: I have learning on mine. I have content creation. I have administration. I have uh, administrative. I've got um, a bunch of categories. But therefore, then it's like, okay, so how many hours a week can do I have available based on what my plan is and what is. You know helps me to do to feel good about the work I'm doing, how I'm doing it, and then also to make sure uh, that there's a proper amount of time allocated towards new business development, right? To be able to meet the objectives of the business. So, therefore, you might do the math and realize, oh, there's only one hour a week, or there's only yeah. two hours a month, or whatever, and then that's what's available. So, if you go through that exercise, I think it also which can feel like, oh, how is that self-care? But to me, again, it is because how we <clears throat> set up our days and how we set up our schedules can really help us to to put us in a position of feeling better, yeah. for lack of a Momentum. better word, uh, better. Yeah, as opposed to feeling like we're always Charts, chasing. Maybe. Actually, yeah. I love
2: this fact because when, when we discussed and you, you brought up the topic of, of self-care, what came to my mm. mind was actually taking time for me uh, going dancing or seeing my friends um, mm-hmm. listening to music you know like going to massage or things that actually give me peace or help me calm down and find myself but it's much more than that the fact mm-hmm. that I know how to eliminate what is negative or to how am I spending my time how am I allocating it that will bring the same result and then I know Why do I need so much relaxation time or or actually I have more time for that? Yeah. Or to to do things that make me happy and give me energy instead of taking energy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think um yeah, the energy piece is a really big one. The self-care things that we had mentioned before we were chatting is like, you know, it's getting you know how much sleep do we need, or do we need massage, or do we do yoga, or do we meditate, or yeah. do we go swimming, or do we Pink paint, boxing, or like what, what are the things?
2: Voice.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. What are the things that are good for our, kind of us? What are good for us physically and mentally and emotionally, et cetera? I think those are really important, and I think related to that, one of the things for me. I don't know if you have any of these, and maybe you just kind of mentioned it a few minutes ago, but for me. Because I know myself quite well, I've had I have a tendency to overwork, yeah. um, and that can become very unhealthy. And that's not a good that's not good self care. Uh, so I, for me, I used to, to be... be like that actually.
2: Yeah. But then I just yeah. I, I ran out of energy. So last year, mm. a big big yeah. changes. I honestly didn't had enough energy to give to overwork. So I was mm. I was surviving. That's, that's
1: one way. That's one way
2: to take care of that. <laughs> The universe <laughs> yeah. is always helping, right? The universe yes, true, is always, always providing true. what we need.
1: <laughs> That's true. That's definitely true. Um, but yeah, and I think another quick thing I'll tuck in here that we've also talked about here and there, um, but I feel like it's relevant. Um, yeah, I feel like if I were writing an outline for this article, this would be at least a paragraph. Um, would be on, um, like, how do we celebrate or acknowledge our wins like the things that are like what are we really working towards it's like sure we all like have an annual goal or all these like big term but like short-term things that we want to accomplish or we want to to do um so I think those are good to continuously you know have those uh, and be working towards those and to acknowledge them and to yeah celebrate the the wins when they
2: happen I love this and, and it makes perfect sense. And we kept on discussing about this. Just get the big goal, split it in smaller pieces, and also celebrate. But mm-hmm. I I must admit I, I'm guilty of not really properly doing that. Even if I'm I'm saying it, so I will admit. <laughs> uh mm-hmm. I do forget. Or uh, I think we had an we discussed this in another episode that we do achieve the goal, but we are so busy moving towards the next one that we forget next, to actually next, next exactly yeah. we forget to stop and we did that we should be proud of that we should actually get mm-hmm. the energy from making it and, and achieving what we, we we set up because mm-hmm. we did it with a purpose we with a goal we we wanted something out of it but we are mm-hmm. so busy moving to the next one and I'm, I'm i'm wondering is this because again what we discussed the culture and the society that we yeah. need to be busy all the time that we right. forget to do right. that right and um yeah it's and then you have um you hear about like a very very dear friend of mine has cancer again and you hear yeah. about someone dying and makes you stop and what is important actually why mm-hmm. am i running all the time so yeah maybe, yeah maybe we should start the year thinking what is important and
1: yeah and i make, think so
2: make space think- more space for that
1: And so I would say makes more space for or make space for that, including being honest with ourselves, Mm. because I think it's very easy to to get into your business or to have your business and just keep on keeping on or like keeping up with the Joneses or keep this idea of what you had in mind for your business that could be arbitrary or could be just this like old Idea or old objectives that don't match anymore. they are not congruent with who you are, what your life is about, what you want it to be, what you want your business to be about. like I think that piece about being honest with ourselves, like who we are, how we want to work, all of that, what is working, what is not, who is contributing to our life versus depleting Darla, you know, yeah. um, I think that being honest with ourselves in 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 accepting ourselves as a a really huge piece of self-care and it's like uh, for example um, I love that one yeah one that I'm currently grappling with is I used to think that if my business was not doing seven figures annually that I was not successful That Mm that was um, I now kind of understand to be arbitrary really Mm -hmm. um but that was something that i held as truth for many years um and so that's how i saw my business that's how i so therefore because i didn't achieve that seven figure you know annual revenue um yeah and you're making yourself miserable that's it just constantly so constantly feeling like i'm not measuring up, not measuring up so then something as seemingly simple as like challenging that or looking at is that my value? Is that what I really aspire to do? Is that, is that the most important thing and et cetera. Um, And so now I'm realizing not only is that not the most important thing, but it has made me think about um, and perhaps this is a privileged statement, um, but to look at how, how much or what role does income or revenue play in my, in my life? Like how much, basically how much money do I need? You know, and like, do I need to be like maximizing every single thing? Do I need to be, um, or can I just How much have a healthy enough? income? Yeah. What is enough? And I, I do know, like, I hope I don't offend anybody listening. And this is, if you're seeing me on video, you'll see that I'm winking. Um, if you're not, you know, I'm winking right now. <laughs> um, but I know the U S market, there is no such thing. Enough is never enough. Um, and that's why there's credit cards, um, you know, enough <laughs> is never enough. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm not there now and my mind is not there. So it's created new space for me to revisit, you know, revisit that. So that's a, a piece for me is looking at, um, you know, what are the things that I value? What's important? Being honest with myself and then accepting the, yeah, the, the yeah, accepting ourselves, I guess I'll just say.
2: Yeah. I. Right. I never thought about it like that. So thank you for, for presenting. But the mm. honesty is very important and just accepting it and reflection. Am mm-hmm. I where I need to be? And if not, what do I need to change to be there? And it's yeah. very related to, to honesty. I think yeah, honesty, absolutely. reflection and action will bring mm-hmm. us that self-care. And it's very, yeah, absolutely. you know, to our listeners, Honestly, we never know where our discussions are gonna end up. <laughs> so yeah. we know the topic, we know a little bit of like these are the main points, but we never know where we end up with the discussion. And uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I wasn't expecting us to end up at this point when we yeah, were really uh, we set up the self care discussion. <laughs> I know, I know, very important. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I feel like for me to wrap up. Um, this one of my favorite quotes just came to mind and i feel like it's kind of hopefully for others it'll feel the same but um anyway i feel, I feel like it kind of puts a bow on what we what we've been talking about at least the second part of our conversation a bit um
2: and the quote is just because i can doesn't mean i should oh i love this right i think i should print it i should put it yep. here somewhere and see it just because, because we can, can do a lot. I mean I should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We mm-hmm. are very capable. And I'm not talking about us. I'm talking about us as humans in general. We can do so yeah. much, much more than we think, that we forget mm-hmm. we don't have to.
1: Yes. And yes. we have so that is win. my that's that's my uh, my like mantra in a good um yeah, just a good reflection point or even a meditation or however you want to think about it, but Just because I can, it's like, oh, I can do this new thing, but should I be doing this? Does this fit in with my objective overall? Does it feed me energy? Does it produce revenue? Does it bring something to me? Do I have the time to allocate to it? All of these things. So it adds some more points to the decision tree. So we're maybe to help us pause before jumping into something. Um, And maybe we're still going to do it. Just maybe not now, or maybe not tomorrow, maybe we revisit it. So I actually yeah. will take a lot of these things and put it on my calendar 30 days out to revisit. And then when it comes up again, revisit. And now i be like, mm, not so much. Or yeah, that's still yeah. good. Or let me kick it ahead 30 days again. So anyway, I'm going to yeah. stop talking because that's the idea.
2: Uh, just because I, like I can those. doesn't mean I should. Yeah. So that so. makes me think about boundaries again. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, mm-hmm. set up clear boundaries and that will help everything actually (laughs) yeah yeah. I think that's a very beautiful way to end it and um, actually I'm very curious to hear how our listeners um, take care of themselves or how do they perceive self-care so share with us in the comments um, or send us an email how do you take care of yourself how do you see self-care do you have a different vision and I'm pretty sure you do so I'm very curious to learn about it yes yes that being said I think uh, that's a wrap up for episode 23 perfect all right until next time happy new year happy new year let's make 2024 epic yes
0: thanks for joining us for today's episode of creative collaboration conversations with Veronica and Jillian we sincerely hope you have gained at least one new idea or perspective that can be applied to your business if you need a different perspective or want to meet fellow entrepreneurs, join online networking with a spin. All info can be found at spinideas.nl. If you own a business and are looking for tools, resources, and inspiration to achieve equitable and sustainable growth, visit the slash better. Until next time.